Here's an idea. What if every movie took place in the same universe? Mm-hmm. I'm Eric Scott. What up? It's your boy, Rich Mike. Yo, it's Armand. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah, probably. Thank you, baby. And this is Across the Movieverse. Yeah. What are we talking about? This movie was wild. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I thought I would get a, I would be more uh, horned up while watching it, but I was actually, uh, I was kind of into the story a little bit. You know, I was more just trying to break down, and be like, what's, what's actually happening here? Yeah. Well, I, I felt that way, but I was also getting a little horned up. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Dakota Johnson. Very attractive. Mm-hmm. In, like a, in like a hardware store employee kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Like that Olivia Wilde looking ass. Mm-hmm. I heard Olivia Wilde just broke up with uh, Sudeikis. What? They broke up. No. They have two kids together. Was it amicable? That's what the they Snapchat have- article said that I read. Dude. I mean, the guy's, he does his best work ever of his career, and then he loses his marriage, much like Ted Lasso. Yeah. He's living the role. They said they separated in, like, March or something like that. Yeah. Some pre-pandemic. That's probably good. I mean, maybe the pandemic would have saved them. We've been forced to, I don't know, be together. Maybe that's why the pandemic happened. It was just a month too late. Uh, what else you been up to? Do anything cool? <laughs> We're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, no, I don't think so. Not since the last time I talked. I had pizza oven grinder with my family. Oh, that place is good. Did you get the flip over thing? Uh, well, it, the restaurant was closed, so I had I hosted them at my apartment. Mm. Did you did you flip it over for them like they do it and cut it yeah. with the or with the spoon? Yeah, made a huge mess. No one got any bites. Oh yeah. All falls over the floor. It's so hot. Play, don't have any oven mitts. <laughs> that place has a tiny ass. You know I got oven mitts. That place has a tiny ass uh, menu. There's like five things on there total. Yeah. I like their, like, I mean, they call it a pizza, but whatever it is. Yeah, it's good. It's just a bowl of uh, meat and sauce and bread, but. Yeah. Don't, it's like, like a, yeah, a bread bowl from Panera, but pizza soup. Mm-hmm. They should pizza it's soup it's not a bad idea or just pizza in a can it's like rolled up and just canned drain the water drain the water out you love cans you eat every, you want to eat everything out of cans i started uh i started getting canned beans and then i pour them into the blender and i blend them up just to make a paste so it's it's easy to eat from the can it's easier to eat when it's a mush is that true yeah, just make it just – I like everything. Just make it mush. <laughs> You're eating bean smoothies? I just want to eat like a baby, dude. Just give me baby food. <laughs> I want it either just the consistency of like mashed potatoes or from a tit. <laughs> However, <laughs> whatever a baby – if a baby doesn't want it, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah. either eat it out of a spoon or out of a boob. <laughs> mm-hmm. Both if, if possible. <laughs> How you boys doing? Good, man. Pretty good. Nice. I actually just found out I got Corona today. What? Is that true? Yeah, dude. Is it? 
positive. Damn. Do you feel so, weird? Do you feel uh, gayer? I, a little, little gayer, but you know, um, but I mean, I got symptoms, congestion and headaches, but other than that, nothing crazy. Like I haven't had any really like bad flu symptoms or anything. So. Okay. Well, man, hope you, uh, wish you all the best. Hope you're all right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be all right. What test was it? <clears throat> the PCR. Which one's that? Um, nose or butt? It was uh, nose, but I asked if they can stick it up my butt. Yeah. <laughs> you, ear, nose, and butt doctor. Yeah. No, but uh, ear, yeah, it was ear, nose, and scrot. Is that the rapid one? Is that the PCR? Uh, P- no, the PCR is like the, the two to three day one. Ah, so that one's probably like a little more solid, right? Yeah, that one's still more accurate than the rapid. Okay. Yeah, I got a negative rapid one recently. I got to take another one before I come back come back to Illinois on Monday. Uh, nice. Probably the day that the day that this comes out, I'll be flying back to, uh, to Illinois. So does that when mean you, you have like an, what, what do you, what do you have to do now? Or am I like another, are you, do you have medicine or do you just like take another two weeks from today or just another two weeks from today or from Sunday or I'm sorry, from Monday from when I got the test. Did they um, have to shut everything down again because of you? No, no. So since I was, since we haven't gotten back yet and I mm-hmm. got it, um, there's still, I just got to find a replacement and then he'll test tomorrow and see, but yeah. Well, I mean, good. Just get it now. Get it out of the way. We should all have it and then get over yeah. it. Yeah. Honestly. No, absolutely. I'm kind of jealous of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, well, yeah, I'm sure yeah, everything well, will be all right. I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'll be all right. Worst case, Ontario, you got to find a new guy for the pod, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe, uh, maybe our guests will fill in forever. You say worst case Ontario? Yeah, that's from it's <laughs> from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> uh, never, never seen it, never will. So, oh man, Lee, you're messing I, up. I can't watch that show because I I like knew those kinds of people in my town, and everyone thinks it's <laughs> like they're like it's so far removed from reality for a lot of people that they like it. But like to me, that's like kind of how I grew up or like I was around those types of people and it like, it freaks me out. <laughs> Does it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Or, I don't, or, I'm like, I don't find it funny. I don't find those people endearing at all because I, I know them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I find them funny. Cause I don't know. Anybody. Yeah, too, too close to home. Yeah. I went boxing today. I'm back in the boxing gym a little bit. Nice. Gym. How was that? No, the place I used to go um, before shutdown, it was good. But uh, I want to tell you a few things that happened there that were really funny. So a lot of times, you know, I'm I'm let, the only white guy in the gym, and sometimes there's another one, uh, and I think they always assume we're together or like we know each other. But there's one other white guy in the gym today, and we both had little little ponytails, <laughs> and I'm just like, come on, man! Like, <laughs> we're both we're both got our little ponytails in. And I'm like, they should rob us out of principle at the end. Just like, you made us do yeah. this. Like, I don't and really then, want to rob right now, but I have to. Yeah. And, code. and then they played, uh, they played wet ass pussy or the coach did on, as like the song. And it's all men in the gym too. And we're all just like hitting bags to flop. <laughs> but it was the censored version. And have you heard the censored version of that song? No. It's way more gross than like, it's it's wet and gushy, wet and wet gushy and instead gushy? of wet ass oh. pussy, and gushy is like a gross word. Yeah, <laughs> like, pussy's that pussy's not gross. Plus like, like plus like I would almost rather have if I had a daughter say like wet ass pussy than be like this is wet and gushy. 
Yeah. That's yeah, like, it's like moist. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gushy. And then it's funny that they like <laughs> in the edited version they don't bleep out the N word, but uh they bleep out like they can't they don't. say No, they can't say like pussy or ass and stuff. Yeah. Eric, That's those so guys <laughs> those guys beating you up in the gym might be the first time <laughs> someone's gotten jumped while <laughs> the assailants were rolling their eyes while they were doing it. Mm-hmm. They didn't even want to. We're actually, oh, we like, they like fuck. me. They just, uh, they had to. They just had to be your ass. Quick intro. We're going to, we're watch 50 shades of gray this week. And uh, we're going to have a guest joining us soon uh, who had, who knows uh, this area of expertise uh, a little bit. I'm sure she'll describe it, but she's a friend of mine. Very excited to have her. But before that, I texted you guys earlier this week and I told you I had a story an uncovered memory from hometown yeah. hometown memory that i think you guys are gonna like fucking lose your minds when i hear when you hear it i was talking to this girl i went out with this girl and uh we got to talking somehow the term butch lesbian came up and i the butch is such a funny word and it made me remember this guy in my hometown <laughs> named uh butchy davis butch davis I called him butchy and he's this old man and then I, I hadn't said his name hadn't thought about him in in like you know 10 15 years probably he might be dead. I don't know. But he would hang out at the American Legion and he was always so angry. And my dad would always tell me and like other people that it was really funny if you went up and you and you goosed Bushy, like if you grabbed his ass. What? <laughs> so because he hated it. So he would, as a child, my dad would be like, go up, go, go, go grab Bushy's ass. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just a fun thing all the neighborhood kids would do it squeeze this old man's ass and he maybe he was pretending to hate it but he he loved it but he actually loved it he loved the Dude, little kids pitching they, his yeah, ass. Yeah. So like, you go up you go up and Ooh. have you ever heard it called goosen no i've never heard it it was like an agreement that the town the leaders of the town made they're like all right well let this pedophile live with us you won't yeah. touch the kids but the kids owe him tribute once a week yeah yeah, and well, yeah, goosen is like a term my dad's been saying forever, and because uh, you make like a little <laughs> goose mouth. <laughs> honk, 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 honk. I was worried goosen was you honk his 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 goose. No, 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 is uh, a boiled <laughs> goose for everybody. <laughs> that can't be a real story. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I gotta ask my dad when I go home and be like, Dad, would you you be like, go up go up and goose butchy? He'll, <laughs> and he'd get so mad because <laughs> the kids grabbing his ass. <laughs> Go goose butchy. That's such a weird. <laughs> as, as I was saying that, he'll get a kick woman, out of it. It was our like second date, kind of like first and a half date. You and, and you uh, and butchy? No, <laughs> this this woman <laughs> who was over, and I go into the story almost like I'm talking to you guys. Like I just start thinking of it, and it all comes out. Like and I'm not censoring myself at all. And then I look at her, and she's just like, "What are you?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I haven't thought about that in years. I probably somewhere <laughs> he's the fucking yeah. goose butchies ass that's back in uh yeah that was that's the old hometown days I gotta see what's up with him see if he's still around you gotta ask your, your buddies from your hometown if they remember goose and butch goose and butch sounds like uh <laughs> like co- buddy cops or something yeah buddy cops <laughs> well god i mean i think that's that's a good segue into getting into the uh into the film because they did a little more than goose and and Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, they did a lot more than Goosen. God, man, I was really hoping for like a, you know, I'm a montage man. I was really hoping for like a like her testing her limits montage of like start with the saw the tie and then the then the whip, you know, then the hard handcuffs, 
and whatever, then the, I mean, I can't even wrap my mind around what's next, but yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have the sexual capacity for all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. How many tools, I, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to ask our guests about this. Uh, Cause I feel like there's part of it that Mr. Gray is all fucked up in the head from, he was an orphan and I think he was abused and stuff. Um, and oh, he then was it's definitely like, abused. Yeah, and it's like that's why he's got all these weird sexual things. Is that like offensive or like I hate this term, but like I can't think of another one problematic towards people who just like who just like this stuff? It's like saying it's like oh no, you're fucked up. It's like no, no, I just I just like doing this. You know, that's kind of it's my thing. You don't have yeah. to be like molested to do this, I don't think. But also, or, it makes sense yeah. that if you were the other way around, like what what's the poor man's Fifty Shades of Grey? Like someone that was. Uh, abused as a kid but they don't have a fucking studio and a contract and a helicopter to seduce women yeah you think he has it because he's so rich and successful like well, you think if he was like a, a dude from the trailer park you think he'd have all these like i, mean, like, I don't think anyone the power yeah thing, yeah but i'm just saying in general like there's yeah. there's a little more to gain when you're super rich and successful yeah definitely but i mean mean, maybe it just fed that part of his head because he's like he's used to i mean to to climb the ladder and become like a billionaire that way anyway you have to have that sort of like i'm gonna i'm gonna do whatever like whatever i have to do whatever i want control sort of thing sociopathic control he even kind of says like i know how to control people i i thrive in that i find talented people i've Um, either I've either seen that on Instagram or like in, in like a Wolf of Wall Street esque movie. Like that's spe- like I, I can, I recognize people's talents and I can harness them and I can fuck them how I want type of thing. Like that's yeah. a, that's a, a motivational post on Instagram. I've seen a million times mm-hmm. an off something like that quote. Yeah. It's super, it, 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 it's, it was like very creepy but then would like slowly not be creepy. This movie was very confusing. And then it'd be like creepy again. And I'm like, well, I feel like any other person, it would just seem that like if some random dude was saying this, like I'd be like, all right, well, this guy's going to fucking kill me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But who knows? I was bummed that I knew that this movie had sequels and was a trilogy because otherwise I would have been thinking this whole time, like this dude's going to fucking murder this woman. Mm Mm-hmm. I was hoping my hap- the happiest ending for me would be it ends with her turning him back into the submissive. It started. Oh, yeah. It's kind of. It kind of seemed like it was going that route. Like he started to become submissive and changing and shit like that. And she had the ultimate like, no, get away from me. You know, at leave him end, hanging. Yeah. At the end, the happiest yeah. ending was him. I guess him being abused again, which I guess. Yeah, they must have been. I mean, these books were insanely popular. Uh, I don't know. Did your moms read them? Uh, I, th- I, don't, I don't. I think my pretty, mom probably did. Yeah, pretty sure my mom was reading them. Probably. Uh, you know, it was a huge craze, like when it up. came out. Yeah. Yeah, and you'd see women reading them in public, and it's like, oh, you're reading pornography. Like that's cool. Go for it. But like, yeah, you know. But hey, but they must they must have been approved for all three or uh, right away or else they couldn't have ended it like they did. So I'm uh, guessing. Spoiler alert, that. Yeah, not not a happy ending or or maybe happy. But like I don't they know. had to have, they had to have known. 
they shot the second and third back to back, like oh yeah, all at one time. I bought the first S-S. album and then test it out. <laughs> yeah, S-S. have you seen Requiem for a Dream? I have. It's I mean, it's good, but it's one of the right. Uh, I'm not sure, but it's one of those where it's like you're not like make sure you've got like nothing going on after because you're like fucked up. Yeah, that's like that, honestly, that's that's like why I haven't seen it yet. I feel like yeah. every time I pass it, I'm always like, I don't know if I'm ready for this kind of movie right now. Yeah, you, understandable. I used to watch it trash. It was always on HBO in our college senior house. Yeah, come <laughs> home by myself. Well, don't remember it, but it was a bummer. The first yeah. half is really fun because they're just doing drugs and like it's like the up upbeat part of the movie and they're having a great time and everyone's like loving each other and friends. The second half is just a 180. If you watch yeah. any first half of like a heroin movie, they're so happy at the beginning. And yeah, it makes hair. If you only watch that, you're like, that's what, um, seems all basketball, right. train basketball spot- diaries, <laughs> train yeah. spotting. Yeah. Like that Definitely. was, that, that's heroin, right? That's what they were doing. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Super, uh, uh, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heroin. Oh yeah, female heroin. Wait, what were you guys talking about? I mean, women are my are my drug of choice. Yeah. That's kind of drug I want to take. And both of them, if you get the wrong batch, you you lose your house. So. <laughs> Dude, I talk like an old divorced man. <laughs> you do. All right. Well, hey, our guest is about to hop in. So, all right. Be on your game. There we go. Hey, hey you're here. What's all right. up? What up? I'm Mike. I'm Armand. Armand? Marina? Yes, Mike. Armand. What's nice. that cat you got there? Yeah. Just jumped up. I swear I didn't plan that. Right. Is that your Fifty Shades of Grey like peacock feather like he had? <laughs> you're keeping it. He had all those tools, all those different feathers, and mm-hmm. oh, I know. he got a He's... peacock one. He was honestly um, watching it. First of all, I forgot how ridiculous that movie is, but also I was. I agree. It made me very nostalgic. <laughs> yeah. Like For... in months since I've been to a proper orgy, so I mean. Sure. Yeah. Orgies with the masks, uh, with the the mask over the mouth. Normally, masks are involved in the orgies, I imagine, with like. Yes. Mm -hmm. But with a surgical mask, it just doesn't have the same sort of. That's a business idea. Uh, Cool orgy masks, but that also cover mouth that are COVID approved. I feel like you could just go with like that full, like, gimp headset, like headpiece, you know, that unzips at the mouth. I yeah. wanted to wear yeah, one of those around. You need the mouth open, though, or the mouth hole open of yeah, the mask. Closed. Yeah, can people breathe through those? Have you ever put one on? I have not worn that. That's a little suffocating for me. Yeah, is that the point of it to kind of suffocate a little bit? I think it's just like to dehumanize further. That's what I'm talking about. A bit. <laughs> I've thought about wearing one, and someone's like, "Oh, are you wearing that for the <laughs> pandemic?" And I'd be like, "What pandemic?" <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. Is Pulp Fiction the most famous gimp? I feel like he is. It's got to be. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. American Horror Story, I think, has a gimp in one of the seasons. Yes. second one, I think, right? Is it the second one? Yeah. Now, is gimp offensive? Or is that what they're known as? Um, I mean, 
It doesn't sound good coming out of my mouth. Yeah, it's so, I know. Yeah, it, it feels it sounds wrong. Yeah. But what, what is a gimp? It's like a kind of like a slave, like a sex slave. Yeah. Kind of thing. Oh, that's what the Civil War was fought over, was to end gimp, gimp slavery. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't really been around any that much. I've been around some with like the collar on all fours kind of thing, but not like a full latex suit like that. Gotcha. Well, here, real real quick, let's do a quick intro. Uh, this is Karina. Um, we've known each other for, you were like the first person I met in New York. Yes. Um, which, uh, it's been a while. You were also the last person I saw before the shutdown. So it's very fitting. Um, and yeah, I guess you want to fill us in. You, you've mentioned it up top. Uh, you've been involved in uh, some orgies and you know the, um, the orgy parties, the, the, you've got an insider knowledge <laughs> that we don't have. Everything. Yeah. Yes. And at one point you mentioned to me, you're like, cause we were talking about the podcast. You said, if you ever watch uh, Eyes Wide Shut or 50 Shades of Grey, give you a call. I told these guys and then, <laughs> uh, yeah. So he set it up. And then immediately so, next movie we watched, immediately. 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel honored. Yeah, um, I've been in the lifestyle for a few years. Um, lifestyle, kind of like a loose term for just being kind of more like like sex fluid um, and just like very open-minded and there are different like groups and I guess some would label as like a little bit cult-like. Um, and there's parties and things like that. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You showed me like a video one time or like a, or like the website for one of the groups. And it was my first, like, I kind of heard about this sort of stuff, but I'd never really looked too far into it. And it seems uh, fun from it. Like, but then I feel like I'd get there and I'd like panic. I'd like just stand on the wall with like next to the chips or something and just like eat, eat, eat all the snacks. There's no snacks. There's yeah, no well, snacks. I was going to say, what's the food like at these parties? How'd you get, how'd you get into it? Or where's your, where's your intro? Um, so I always have just been like very curious about that and have always known that, that I feel like I'm just like maybe more open-minded than the average person um, throughout like high school and college and then once I I don't know I just like googled like sex parties and uh, sex like clubs things like that like swingers stuff and I just was like how do I meet more people that are like me or just like I don't know I was just very curious so I actually joined one um, I had to like apply and do a like a you have to fill like like an interview and do like a FaceTime interview um, send like pictures of yourself not like fully nude but like they need to get an idea for what you look like um, mm -hmm. and then I joined and I would just go by myself which I I like retrospect very risky to do yeah just like don't know what you're getting yourself into yeah um and i kind of it kind of like took from there and i was like wow this is this yeah. is like very interesting i feel like that's the best way to sum it up it's not something that i do all the time 
it's more it still has like novelty to me about it but mm -hmm. I like like a proper balance because I still had you know I mean before pandemic I still had a full-time job with everything else so that's pretty cool thing to throw into the mix so like in, in the movie I mean I know like Anastasia is very um I mean she's a virgin she's very shy with like the whole idea was there a point where you felt that kind of shy or like when you got in it was it just like oh this is like where I'm at this is fucking dope um I mean being like going by myself being new and also everyone wearing masks so like I don't know you just it kind of kind of like how now it takes away that like personal level and mm -hmm. even like body language the same way um I think that I felt like very isolated at first and just like observing and it was I was overwhelmed yeah um, I felt like I felt like a virgin in ways because I was like wow this is like a whole world that why have I not been a part of it um but honest watching this movie I was like how does that introduction happen and I didn't think it actually happened and then you just described kind of how it happens in the movie yeah and i was wrong well, <laughs> yeah i mean i definitely i feel like i've this movie's less confusing for me now yeah <laughs> i've like introduced some people to it more in the way of that i'm just open about it aside from you know family i pretty open talking about it uh and then from there i feel like yeah it goes from being this all you've ever seen is like 50 shades or like porn to being here you actually know someone that's in it and it becomes a little bit more normal i mean there's times where it's like very casual and we're just like hanging out but everyone just is naked and like there's you know con like condoms everywhere and like a lot of toys on the floor and what like like nerf guns or <laughs> yeah like legos and bullshit <laughs> like whips and stuff got it um as a at one mike just mentioned or armand just mentioned it uh anastasia the main uh main character uh mentioned she's a virgin in the uh in the movie as like a woman who was once a virgin and been in this world would that like kind of fuck you up if like your first sexual experience is something like while while they do have sex like i don't want to say properly because that implies something else is improper but like hey the, yeah i suppose uh because i'm thinking like if someone threw me into like you know like level 10 on my first time uh or newer it would really kind of stick with me. it'd be a strange thing yeah, to deal yeah. with it'd be like how do you go from level 10 like straight back to level one yeah he did kind of when she said when she said she was a virgin he did kind of like oh wait a second no i thought he was into it like he wasn't yeah where have you been hiding like yeah he's that's i didn't like that very much honestly re-watching this i don't know if i had the same perception the first time i watched it but re-watching i was like this is very rapey that's how i all right same a lot of it that made me really uncomfortable when I was just like this would not fly like I don't know it was it was a little sketchy I mean especially yeah that virgin thing and he's like well let me rectify that it was like whoa what the fuck like yeah <laughs> like I feel like 
based on wait, I mean, at least if I had waited until I was like, I don't know how old she was, like twenty two. Yeah, twenty one. Yeah. I think it would be a little bit more of just like having this weird conversation, and then him being like, "I'm going to rectify this," and then just go bang him. But I don't know. I feel like I need yeah. some like tables lit or something at that point. If it's mm-hmm. yeah, some rose petals and you know. Honestly, at that point, I was thinking like, did she con him? Not con or. Like, he was kind of manipulating her. I was thinking, is she manipulating him by saying she's a virgin and then she sleeps in the same bed as him? And then, he, I mean, he kind of falls in love with her. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe she, she trapped him. She was the puppet master. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a lot of um, manipulation going on. But it is funny that you say that she'd be the puppet master because typically in, in uh, like, dominant and submissive dynamic relationships the submissive tends to actually have like holds most of the control in a way because even though it doesn't seem that way the submissive has the ability to end the scene to have that control or to stop it at any point that they you know it pushes the boundaries like that's why you have like a safe word Mm -hmm. so it is kind of like a weird flip and it does give you a sense of control so it's kind of funny how maybe she was manipulative. I mean, that kind of makes sense with because in the movie you find out that like he used to get abused by his um, adopted mom's friend, yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he was a submissive and she was the dominant. Um, and then later, obviously, as he's with Anastasia, he's the dominant, she's a submissive. But you can kind of tell that he likes to be submissive at certain points like in their relationship so i mean i guess that kind of makes sense do you think it's something like like an internship almost like you kind of have to pay your dues before you can be a dominant um i feel like so (laughs) i feel like a lot of healthier dynamics flip like you have some bit of flipping um unless you're in like the life like unless you're in that 24 7 um i can't even really imagine but I feel like there's just, I don't know. I, they're very, very different roles. And he, most people have a preference for being submissive. He kind of, he kind of, this movie was very confusing because it got super rapey and then it got super sweet sometimes. He kind of yeah. like, when he was like being a submissive is where you It's can, like the Sour Patch Kid. First they're rapey, <laughs> then they're sweet. Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> I was confused throughout this whole movie, but he, he was like when the, the submissive, when he was a submissive, you could kind of like set free and not make any decisions, something along those lines. And I was, I was like, okay, I'm kind of, I can give that a shot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> right. I was, I was looking at all the stuff he was doing and I'm like, I think I'd just rather kind of lay back and let somebody beat the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Like, it seems like a lot more work to, you have to pick the toy and you gotta, you gotta really <laughs> clean it afterwards or whatever. And you gotta. That was my question. Well, who's cleaning that playroom as well? Who, may I ask who, are you aware who cleans up? Who's the cleaning staff after some of the parties? So, hmm. One of the places that I- Whoever finishes first has to clean up. (laughs) Whoever finishes first has to clean up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, that'd be awful. This is Um, a competition. So there's been parties that have been mostly at like a lot of hotels, like penthouses and like big suites, stuff like that, that span across 
a couple of floors or like multiple rooms. And um, so that is left for the hotel. I don't know, I feel bad. Uh, but then there's another place that I go to that's more of like a clubhouse. And that is like someone owns that and I don't know who cleans. That's a very good question. Maybe they have like a cleaning service come in. Yeah, I How feel like that would be the safest and like best way to do it. Is there like a normal um, amount of people or is it is it kind of just like whoever shows up or you know what I mean? Is it limited to a certain amount? Yeah, like um, if not enough people show up, do you have to call it off? <laughs> um, well, actually, yeah. So there And it, ratios as well. I'm sorry to interrupt one more time. Yeah, ratios. Ratios are important. Um, so one of the ones that I tend to go to, actually, depending on like the theme, you know, so there's, I've been to parties that are more like towards girls that are like bi and lesbian. Um, but there'll be some guys. I went to this like gender fluid party that was very, it was probably one of the best ones I've been to, to be honest, because there were guys there that were completely straight. There were guys that were bisexual. There were gay guys. Then there was like lesbians and, you know, straight girls, bisexual girls. And it was just like, you could like look around the, this massive room and there would be like two guys fucking, which you just don't see very often, like with your own eyes, like in the same room, you know? Well, I've only seen it twice. <laughs> like, so, it I stopped seeing it when I took the mirror out of my room. <laughs> yeah. It was a poor choice. But um, yeah, it was just kind of like, it was kind of beautiful, to be honest. And then, but then next thing you know, there's just like a bunch of people fucking and straight guys next to guys that are like bye and it was just so welcoming and like inclusive that i was like wow this is how everything should be like more or less yeah, yeah. Are, are there like identifiers or wristbands or and and or is there security as well yes there's security uh, at least so the parties that i mainly go to yes there's security it tends to be all of the same security every time they like travel yeah. um with us and but yeah, um, the question ratio and stuff. So ratio depends on the party. And like and identifiers at the party. So you know when to, when to make a move or when to not make a move. Like, or you said by you, there was lesbians and bisexual people and gay men there. Like, are the gay men all wearing blue wristbands or something like that? No. So that's not how it works. Um, at least Shoots not that. I don't know. Uh, there's... Let's see. So it's kind of funny, like throughout the movie, what kept bothering me was like the lack of consent in a lot of ways and how like it was kind of this like weird pressure that she was feeling to, cause she didn't want to lose him. So she was like going along with this, even though she was a virgin and it clearly made her uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but he was being manipulative. It just like felt very, like a very like abusive relationship. Yeah, And it's bizarre to see it painted like in that light, because I must say that in the lifestyle, I experience more consent than I have ever experienced in regular dating, which is very, yeah. which is, I feel like I would not expect that if you're going to a sex party, there's 
you kind of just, everyone's like, oh, everyone's gonna fuck. But like, that's not the case. People, you don't have to. You could be like a voyeur and you just like to watch, but consent is so important. And like, people will come up to you and be like, is it okay that I touch you here? And it's like literally just like your shoulder. But before people even touch you, they like wanna make sure that you're comfortable with that. Yeah. And yeah. Like, wow, this is, I mean, I don't think in regular dating, if some guy was like, can I, is it okay if I touch you there? I don't think that would like get me going. But in a sex party where you're at a very vulnerable point, to have someone, to have people just be like so respectful of boundaries is very important. Yeah. I had a, I have a buddy in back in Chicago and his pickup line at bars is uh, like, or when he was dating, he would go up to a woman and he go like, how open are you to being hit on right now? <laughs> and like, and it knocks out just so many, like, it's funny, it's charming. It's also like, it's like non-threatening and gets, but gets to the point at the same time. It's like all these things. And he said like, it worked like amazingly. And it was just a great way to like, cause there's no way to start a conversation really with a stranger. It's so tough. And he's like, I'm going to hit on you. That's what I'm trying to do. But if you're not, then like, I I loved it. I love that. Uh, That would definitely work on me. Well, oh yeah, I'm (laughs) going to bust it out (laughs) at some point. To initiate conversation, it would work on me. Because otherwise, guys, I feel like say like, I don't know, just weird and a lot of like sketchy shit. I would say stupid shit, probably. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, go away. But if someone said that, I'd be like, oh, uh, like you know yeah there we go it's a good one well really quick mike go ahead what are you saying Uh, well just going back to the the pickup line or yeah i uh, this is changing my opinion but i guess i never really thought about it but like that makes a lot of sense at something like a sex party that you probably need to feel safe it probably needs to be more safe than most environments you're in otherwise you probably wouldn't be in it or or yeah you don't a dangerous yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, that is, like, I guess, yeah, that never even thought of it. expectation, um, but then at the same time, based on just how I feel like people act a lot of times, and, I mean, being someone who has been going out in New York City since I was, like, 16 years old with, like, a fake ID, the amount of times, like, the ratio of the amount of times I go out versus the amount of times I get groped is, like, really insane, and, like, I'm not, at, like, I'm not doing anything, so the fact that like that is so prominent in just regular life, but then yeah. to be like naked somewhere walking around and like there's alcohol involved and people are still respectful of boundaries. It just still like blows my mind that that. Yeah. Takes- I mean, I think it, it takes a, a level of maturity to be able to even handle that situation. Like, yeah, I feel like, like we've talked about these things before and I like said, I'm like, Hey, can I come? And you're like, like, like sometimes you bring somebody and you, you, I think you said that I'd be like running around giggling the whole time or something like but that uh that yeah you have to make sure that you're gonna handle it for what it is it's not like uh you know an open buffet yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it definitely can happen where I feel like especially guys I mean all of a sudden they're like a kid in a candy store and they see a ton of naked girls running around and like touching each other and suddenly they're like oh this means i can fuck everybody like not what that means and i've definitely i've seen i've seen someone go overboard and like who started out great and then i think it just got like it got to his head the fact that he was able to like fuck so many girls whenever he like wanted at these parties and it was just so normal 
but then he like definitely got carried away and um is like banned from the whole lifestyle in new york city now yeah i think that would be i ruining an orgy would like that would just wreck me like knowing that i played a part in ruining an orgy i like would think about it every day for the rest of my life. Like, how could you live with yourself, you know? I don't that, know if I could. You just ruined everyone's time. That's the prequel to this movie. Mm-hmm. That's why he had to build his own room. That's, <laughs> it's, Elon Musk was that man that got banned from New York orgies, and he started his empire. He's trying to go to Mars so he can have fuck parties up there. <laughs> uh, no, no rules. His own turf. Yeah. Well, should we do a quick, uh, quick synopsis? I mean, we've been kind of covering a... Uh, throughout but a quick synopsis of the film um anastasia Steele. the names in these are really good the yeah. way he says anastasia is sexy he says it like with a little little uh right accento armand yeah armand <laughs> can you do that for us he's, he's like anastasia anastasia anastasia, anastasia. he's got a <laughs> rose in his mouth every so. time he said did you guys watch the uh english or uh american version wait what I was Grace Wilson, the title. I did the American. Oh, I think it was EY. Oh, E-Y. Oh, I did the AY one. Oh. What? Is there, is I, didn't, there two? I didn't know it was different. American cut. I've never oh, seen I didn't know. I'm that. just oh. giving you guys the business. There's oh. only one cut. Uh. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I think I watched the wrong movie. That's right. Well, the, I mean, the tension in this film is palpable from second number one. Like when they, I was getting all like, riled up just when the universal theme came on <laughs> that's 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 going on the sex playlist to start us off <laughs> like, get that going i felt like when i turned it on i felt like i was doing something wrong <laughs> like watching it i kept like check, make sure my mom wasn't gonna like show up <laughs> like felt like this was on hbo and i'm like <laughs> i've got a couple buddies over and we it's on at midnight in my parents basement and we're like i heard there's boobs in this thing and we're all jerking off underneath the bl- our own blanket <laughs> yeah nobody and it's it's cool you just can't can't talk about it can't look at each other in the eyes i i kind of got comfortable with that with my parent not really my dad but my mom because my you're jerking no, off no 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 sorry i came in at the wrong time no i'm saying <laughs> watching watching like that kind of stuff like i watched the first two seasons of true blood with my mom and that's basically they're just mm. fucking all the time so Vampires. I kind of got over that whole not being able to watch something like that with my mom. So, so why? So that's why you watch it, this movie with your mom? Yeah, exactly. I call my mom over. I said I can only watch it with with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot to unpack there. No, I'm <laughs> you got to listen to the first fifty episodes. It's not a lot to unpack. <laughs> it's been unpacked and repacked. So. Anastasia gets introduced to uh, it's Dorian Gray, right? No, Dorian Gray was the painter. Oh, that's Christian Gray. No. League Christian of Extraordinary Dor- Gentlemen is Dorian Gray. It's Dorian is Gray, it? yeah. Dr. Dorian is uh, Scrubs. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, I uh, gets introduced because her friend who is interviewing him for the school newspaper, uh, or the college newspaper, school newspaper sounds like high school. Yeah. Uh, and one of the questions uh, she asked is if he was gay because the friend did it. And I just wish he would have turned around and been like, like, no, I'm not gay. But if I was, I'd be the best gay guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so, I have so much money. I'm so strong. <laughs> it, 
But yeah. I've I've heard about this movie. I never seen it before. It, he, him being a billionaire changed everything of uh, what I was expecting about this movie. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I feel like if he wasn't, and if he wasn't good looking, this movie yeah was a documentary on like someone being raped. It yeah. was it yeah. was like she didn't even she was like suffering through his desires just to like be with him when they weren't doing it, I, and I was so confused about it. Yeah, this movie was confusing, both Whoa. sexually and <laughs> and how it actually happened. Yeah, no, it <laughs> Karina, we uh, we were discussing this like right before you got on, but we want to run it by you, or I do. Um, so, uh, Mr. Gray, uh, he has a bunch of like psychological issues from his upbringing. He was like beaten. He was clearly like abused by this older woman that he doesn't. I mean, he was 15 when he was her. Uh, submissive and then that in the story that explains why he's so like into the dominance and like so kind of like sexually messed up for lack of a better term Mm. but by making that I get it makes for more depth of a character so it makes sense in like a movie or a book but is that like bad to say because it kind of says that like if you're into this sort of thing it's because you went through abuse or like you're like messed up which I don't think is the case it could be a result, but like, I don't think that's like, it seems like that's what they're saying is everybody who does this might've been molested or whatever. Yeah, actually, I, I like took notes on that part because it really bothered me. And I didn't realize that when I had seen it. Cause I definitely, I think when I saw this, this movie came out in what, like 2015. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a little before I was part of lifestyle. So everything hit different now, you know? And yeah. that was definitely even just like reading about Fifty Shades of Grey too. I read the books at the time too. And um, people were very like upset about that because it does, it portrays this, like anyone in this community is like damaged. And like, this is, it just like kind of further makes a stigma of it being like a deviant sex act and just like being a little bit of a perv. It's like, that's how you handle trauma, which like, that's not fair. Like, I don't think- I think there's plenty of people that are like fine and well-adjusted, just like regular people that enjoy this. When, when he uh, brought, when like he told sleeping Anastasia uh, about how he got abused when he was before, like younger than five from his fir- his birth mother, all of a sudden I was like, this is an S- uh, episode of SVU. This is no longer a, a love story. <laughs> They're fucking ju- trying to justify the ends mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Well, Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. yeah. We switched over to that song, and I would have believed it. <laughs> Honestly, I was bummed out. <laughs> After their uh, their. Oh, I just said Ice T would jump in then. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, if Ice T did a walk on bit yes. in this movie, that's that's what it needs. It needs yeah. Ice T. <laughs> Man, this guy had whips and chains and a locked room in his house. <laughs> Him have he had a million whips, a million chains, a million fucking handcuffs, and used like three of them. I was this is like the guy that yeah. has the huge gaming system and just plays like fucking Mario all day. Like we didn't get any of what he was capable of, which probably was bad. But I would love to have seen it. Yeah, yeah. like a, he's got a big. Like I would, I would love to see the tools in action. You know, I want to see yeah. how it all works. That's what I, that's what you mentioned montage earlier like 
a training montage, Rocky style, but of her getting like smacked around with the whips and chains, like. <laughs> And then she start like they're punching raw meat together, and like, yeah. <laughs> and, really and at the insane. and at the end of the montage, she's just jacked as fuck. Yeah. And then she goes to uh, <laughs> she has to <laughs> take a beating from Apollo Creed, and that's she's training for for him. Yeah. <laughs> for uh, what's his name? Danny Glover. When when he <laughs> asked her to kneel before he came in, this movie had went. Rape or rapes down. It was love, rape, love, rape, love, rape. I'm gonna cut that part out and just and then put like you say I and then it's gonna say I love rape. Right. <laughs> That's gonna be the sound clip for this one. If you ever if you ever cross me, <laughs> got it, got you forever. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. No, I definitely see that too. It was it was quite the roller coaster, and I think that it. I don't know. It's it's kind of um, I don't know. It's like it's like hurtful in a way. I think for people that are interested in it, and then if they want to, this is what they're kind of using at the, as the model or like guide, and then they're gonna think that that's what it is, and like that's what's okay. That's like behavior when it's like no, you gotta respect boundaries and not like pressure someone into this. Yeah. The I wrote down, I was wondering how many like uh, older women seduced like younger boys from because of this movie, because of what they turned, the, trying to create a Christian Grey. I mean, the, the young boys were probably fine with it, but I'm still saying not good. Yeah. Well, you've seen Jeff Bezos' uh, uh, autobiography, but that's how you make a billionaire. <laughs> Start beating up a... You just get an old lady to beat up a 15-year-old, and that's a billionaire, baby. <laughs> Both of their arcs were very confusing to me in this movie. Yeah. I don't think well, they – it's like a – I'll say it again. It's like a rom-com, but the arc is, like, weird rapey, rape stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rape yeah. Like, they both, like, meet in the middle, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's a rape-com. Yeah, it was. It was – it's, like, jarring to see her – I don't know, like seduced by these like very rapey comments and the, yeah. like shocking yes. behavior and like Which, shows up at her job and like shows up, you know, across all of a sudden in Vancouver or whatever from Seattle. Fucking tackles Jose out of nowhere. That was insane at the yeah. bar when she was drunk. Yeah, that and like you were saying the with her mom, too. right? With the, with the mom. Mm-hmm. Like that was weird. I'm, I was kind of shocked that she didn't have that kind of like um, guarded approach at first with some of the shit he was saying. She was well, loving it. No, but it's because he is good looking and rich. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, I mean, Wasn't, after they called the cops. Yeah, because after that first meeting, she's so flustered and nothing super sexual has gone. The, the tension's there, and it was just such an on the nose like symbolism when she walks out into yeah. the rain like a like a cold shower. And just stands in there like, like I was waiting for her to pull out a cigarette and smoke. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't, I didn't like her personally as like being cast as it. The whole when they kept like going into her biting her lip, it would make me cringe so much. Yeah. Every time. So the author like wrote these books. She originally wrote Twilight fan fiction. Yes, I read that, and I. You, Did you, you read, read the Twilight that, fan fiction? I, I read. read I read, read about I, last night. I read about fifty pages of it, and 
it's it's not good. It's very similar to this script. Like they talk about Bella, uh, Kristen Stewart biting her lip, and she she writes about that, and like kind of like the same stuff. And she keeps saying "Holy Crow" in it, and <laughs> like "Holy Crow," he's Edward so hot. Edward Cullen's a billionaire in this as well. If oh a woman. God. If I was hooking up with a woman and she said "Holy crow" at the point of like <laughs> for to show pleasure, I would leave. I think. <laughs> Holy crow! It was written. <laughs> it was hey, written have open, so have an open mind, bud. So weirdly that I could, I could, I was trying to do Control F to find sex scenes, and like I did dick, wet. Well, wet popped up a million because they were on a beach, but uh, like it was very tough to find the paragraphs. Of it, the sex scenes. It looked like That's an eighth grader's search search history, just like boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of like <laughs> I was trying to think of like clever ro- uh, uh, erotic novel terms that people would use, and it was you so- got you got your thesaurus, and you're like, look at him. Yeah. Areola, <laughs> what the hell's that? You don't have shaft and like bush. <laughs> 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 trying to find anything, I. <laughs> For some reason, she wrote about George Bush's post-9-11 speech. Yeah, had to read that. Yeah. Well, I hear you. <laughs> we can't hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Edward Cullen? Well, it's it bounces back. It seemed to me like, if you don't look into it a little further, that, like, while he is emotionally manipulating her, he's also presenting her with this, like, extremely formal letter of like consent where i'm not going to push you while he is pushing her like and that also makes it even creepier i think in my mind right well i i thought i thought i'm like women love contracts if i know one thing about women is they love formal written contracts karina did you ever sign anything yeah at the you do it most of the time yeah i've signed things um (laughs) for some parties have Um, you ever gotten flown out before flown out for parties mm-hmm. yes and that's fun. not like in a helicopter, helicopter. Oh. christian gray driving it himself flying it himself yeah not driving that's like uh always sunny like the implication he's he's like taking her alone so often yeah. Wait, yeah so i literally wrote that in my notes while i was watching this um i wrote it reminded me so much of dennis and the implication mm-hmm. yeah and I was yeah. like, whoa, like that in Always Sunny, they like make a mockery of someone who's this manipulative and crazy, but this is like a sexualized guy that people are like, oh, like how romantic. Like, no, it's yeah. awesome. It reminded me also yeah. of the show You. Have you seen that? I've, I've seen heard it, a lot about I, it. I, yeah. I feel like that's some, like, I've heard women talk about it and like how the guy's so hot. And, like, some of the things he's doing, which are, like, wrong and creepy, are also kind of attractive. It's portrayed attractive. And I feel like guys who don't have the, like, wherewithal to understand that, like, you shouldn't act like that would see that and be like, oh, that's what you do to women. Or that's how you get women. And then they just start following. Yeah. But, I brought yeah. up before you got on, like, the poor, the poor man's version of Fifty Shades of Grey is the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. if he doesn't have the helicopter to seduce her – and well, I started. This. Yeah, the fact that he can like p- play the piano, like he literally does it all. He's a well, billionaire. A billionaire. How? He's very. He's emotionally removed. He can't. He can't be touched. I was calling him a hotistic in my book. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. 
I, that's a new phrase I'm coining if anyone <laughs> anyone wants to use it. So like he's he's yeah he's not he's not all there. And no. do you think do you think guys like that like let's just take out the sex stuff, but like just someone who is that driven that controlling that successful. Do you think they have like fun? Like I mean like they get to do cool stuff, but like do you think they like laugh about things like with their friends? I don't know. It's like an accomplishment. He's like bragging that he never smiles. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is weird to think about. Also his brother. Oh, his brother's having the most fun. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think it is it's as it's not as much family money as his own, right? I, that's what I was wondering as well. Did how rich? So he, he got adopted by the rich family, but then turned it into an empire, or did he make the family rich? Uh, I can't remember. I'm guessing he turned it into an empire. I, I guess his dad's name was like Carrick or something like that. So they were probably rich before they adopted him. No, so. have you read all the books, Karina? No, I don't think I finished them. It was like a long time ago, too. So because I mean, uh, as at the end when they leave you on that they they break up at the end of it um they must have known they must have been green light for the next movies because like what what a ballsy way to end a film unless you know another one's coming uh, yeah nor normally they just kind of hollywood it and like make it a happy ending but which i kind of i respected them for doing that as the movie but they probably knew the the other one had it well i mean if, if this actually did come out in 2015 the other ones must like 2018 and 2019 back yeah. to back or something. I thought it was 17, 18 back to back. I think I saw. That's yeah, insane. I know. <laughs> what a yeah. yeah, they must have known. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I went to I went to one of them. I feel like one of the last times I went to the movie theater, to be honest, was to see one of them, which is crazy. That's like has nothing to do with COVID, just years. Um, yeah. <laughs> why would you? Well, why'd you see Fifty Shades Freer eight months ago at the theater? <laughs> <laughs> she did the amc buyout rental and that's yeah like, we don't have that you're like i brought my dvd i brought my 35 millimeter film print to, uh... that's not a bad or uh orgy location perhaps yeah right just have that playing in the back but uh i think that might be even stickier there at the movie theater but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't mix fluids with popcorn fluid yeah. Well, That's Dave Cook talking. has that old bit about like when you when you hear someone's feet getting stuck on the pop on the floor, and then you just lean over to me and go, "I just came." <laughs> That's, an old, That's a bit from like two thousand six. <laughs> I remember when I remember seeing like some meme or something on Twitter about how people that were cleaning the movie theater after this after the showings would would find cucumbers on the floor. Yes, I remember that too. Because, like, people were bringing cucumbers in to, like, get off to this abusive that's, relationship. That's Why do you think it was a cucumber and not just, like, an, a, like a dildo or a vibrator or something? Yeah, why were all these dudes bringing cucumbers into the theater? <laughs> right. Are there metal detectors at the theater? <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's, there's dildo detectors. And... Uh, <laughs> You gotta hang. You they got like a little like they have for umbrellas at certain like hotels. Uh, you gotta set your dildo there. <laughs> Excuse before, me. Can I take your Can I take your dildo? Before uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, they instead of turn your phones off, they said, "Please turn your phones and vibrate." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please silence your vibrators <laughs> and turn your phones on vibrate. The cucumber. I mean, you can also get rid of evidence if you have to like go do something. <laughs> oh. 
You can eat it. I was <laughs> eat it. shoving up your butt. I mean, not too. Stick it up there. Yeah. Just... Make a nice salad afterwards. I, for a second, <laughs> I forgot you could eat a cucumber. That's how a salad actually came to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You've been you've been just uh, masturbating with cucumbers for so long. You forgot that it's a food a food item. You go to the grocery store. You're like, this place is filthy. <laughs> There's kids here. I'm a vegan. Wink. <laughs> I mean, I feel like about ten days into quarantine, those cucumbers were looking different at the grocery store. I'll say. Different for all of us. Yeah. I was today. looking up. I was looking up the second movie in 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 Fifty One Shades of Grey. Kim Basinger is the one that turned Christian Grey into a submissive. Catwoman herself. Whoa. She used the same way. The original, the original gimp. Yeah. Leather costume. You think she got like it, the gimp costume got ripped off at the, at the uh, mouth and then then she became Catwoman. (laughs) Maybe. Could be, could be something. It could have been her cop out for why she was wearing that. Mm Mm-hmm. When they were going through the contract, that was a weird uh, interaction they had. Did you notice how upset he got at the lack of fisting? Yeah. Yeah, he was very upset. That struck me. I know. It was – I feel like that's just not something, like, completely necessary when he has all of those toys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like that – like, that chokes him up is very weird to me. Um, And she was fine. (laughs) Also – Always, speaking of Always Sunny, him picking up when she's working at the hardware store, picking up like the zip ties and the duct tape and all the things that tie people up. I'm like, this is Dennis's toolkit right here. Yeah, he likes to be bound. It just made me realize I like to how. Be bind. <laughs> I like to bind. I like to be bound. It, it just made me realize how few moves I have, you know? Like, yeah. I, same. I've got like, I've got like three, four moves max. This guy's. Yeah. He, He's using yeah. different different utility items. He's got a full like he's going got, to stores yeah. buying stuff. I only got one dildo. I only got one pair of handcuffs. I only got two whips. I was three I, costumes and that's I was it. I was starving and I ate my only cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, you're left shoving a tomato up your ass. Oh, so <laughs> I made a Greek salad up there. <laughs> uh no that karina that you bring that up uh <laughs> <I was> gonna, <laughs> besides the besides like the room itself being like a beautiful room uh how much do you think that like all the accoutrement if you the the toys how much how much do you think that how much money did he have invested in like whips and chains and if you had a guess oh my god i don't i don't know that stuff can be very expensive um especially I mean, everything you can get, can you can get like, specially handcrafted, which I would assume he probably would do. Yeah, um, I mean, Is the contraptions he has, like the apparatus that you can like be suspended from, I was just like... Oh. Have you seen that before? Yes. Very cool. There's actually, there's um, one that I've gone to that there's a big X that you get like strung up on. You get fucked like Jesus. Yeah, and also, I mean, just like, like um, so it's it's a little biblical. It's, it's like Braveheart a, too. It, it's by Haunches Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> by the Haunches. Yeah, that that X would be nuts too. They should have done that. 
during that the like the main montage where he was in the playroom with her they did i'm pretty sure they did two scenes of him taking his jeans off from the two different spots she was at do you think he popped his jeans back on after when he was re-tying her up you think he maybe i don't know you think we he did put see on some of his bush and shaft in that movie well i, I was it. bummed that there was le- i thought there would be more hog in this film yeah no all you got was bottom of bring, the hog bring out the hog yeah you just saw a tip of the base yeah, I feel like I so I was trying to find it and I only found it on Hulu. With you watch it with commercials. Well, so it was weird because Hulu doesn't normally have commercials, but this one was it was from USA, so it literally had commercials, and it was definitely. I mean, then all of a sudden I noticed her boob was like blurred. Blurred out, yeah. Same. I you watched the Hulu boob? one. Yeah, that's why, that's why I bought it. I started that USA one and then I bought it. Oh. Yeah, I was bummed. I was like, damn, what the heck? I remember it being... So I'm not sure. Maybe there were even some scenes that were cut off because... It's actually is that uh, Dakota Johnson, that's the actress's name, right? Mm -hmm. She was actually in a horrible accident that left her boobs blurred. Um, (laughs) It it was like a nuclear sort of thing. (laughs) It's a whole... It's a mess down there. Permanently blurred. Like, her boobs are fine. It's just when you look at them, they're blurred. Was that her real body? Think so. Or she get a body double like Wolf of Wall Street. I'm oh, guessing I think it was her body. She it was yeah, she was naked for so much that would have been a lot of double. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about it that if like if I were to ever do something like this. You keep and, like, doing things like this and no one's asking you to do it. <laughs> no. Well, I I want to post all those dick videos, dude. I I want to build it up just like he does, like a contract, and I'm like, whatever I do. Like you're cool with it, all right? Whatever. It's it's like it could be insane, and she and she's like all in, and then I just make her watch all of the Fast and Furious movies with me. <laughs> it's some real freaky shit. She's you're expecting gonna wanna, to get found. You should. Yeah, you should. I tie her up and put on. Yeah, that so that she's like, please look at subsection thirteen five. You're like, oh no, anal fisting. She's like, no no fast and furious and you flip the table over walk get out. out get out that's <laughs> right. was interesting i thought i mean it was good i think that they set that kind of standard for like oh yeah there are like rules and limits boundaries which is very true at these parties like that's just they're known or they are communicated either before you enter like when you get tickets to one when you apply for a membership it's all like ingrained in you so you know how you need to conduct yourself so i did like how they went into that but it was very i did not like the wording where it was like any anything that the dominant wants to do to you like you must submit which like i don't think that's really how it goes i feel like there's still this sense of agency when like you have a safe word and you do there's so much like communication that needs to happen and like they just don't have that at all which is like a recipe for disaster especially in like the lifestyle yeah it's like such a big serious contract and she's like mulling it over reading through it she's not a lawyer yeah she doesn't know what that says i mean no i don't think i mean i can't imagine a contract like that is actually at all legally binding no probably not um, just it's it's binding right. just gray shades of right <laughs> <It's> not legally <laughs> yeah i mean i know the nda that makes sense but yeah that contract was just a bit excessive yeah yeah and he's like buying her cars and stuff and laptops. I'd let I'd let him slap me around a little bit for a car. 
That's just talk? a game. Absolutely. He's just on a game show at this point. His, <laughs> ti- his timing is impeccable. Only six times, you know, only six times I can handle it. Well, dude, that, I mean, that ending, it really showed like his, uh, his true colors about like when he was just showing his face and he's just getting off uh, by, yeah. and she's, and she's crying. Like, I didn't like that at all. Yeah. It, 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 uh, it, it didn't make me feel good. The ending. No. That's good. That's good. It didn't make you feel good. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I really did not care for that. Yeah, I, yeah. It was, but also it, it made me kind of mad because then she gets up and does like, doesn't say anything. Doesn't use a safe word. And then what was that? angry at him. Mm-hmm. Which like, I get like being angry. Like she should be angry because he did kind of pressure and manipulate her into the situation. But at the same time, like those safe words exist for a reason. Yeah. So what you're saying is it's the oh. woman's fault. No, 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 it's not. That <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of, like, I don't know, there's a lot of communication lacking. And it's funny, I've had people, I've actually had someone that I, like, dated for a little bit, who now has a serious girlfriend, who asked me about, like, joining this. And he's like, oh, my girlfriend and I might, like, want to come to a party. And I was like, okay, like, great. Um... I tried to give him like some advice and I also said you know before you even like step foot the most important thing you do is like really talk about what your needs are what your expectations are your limits like your boundaries because things can go wrong so quickly and if you're in that situation and I mean and you're vulnerable and you see them enjoying themselves like a lot of times you're not going to say anything like just like how she did you know and it like can ruin relationships. And I've like, I've definitely, I don't know how the outcome of the relationships went, but I've seen like bad disputes of like, oh my God, it hurt my heart seeing like this woman once who just like clearly was so uncomfortable with this whole situation where her husband was off like with a bunch of girls. Yeah. Is there like a a room where couples are allowed to fight at these parties? Cause I feel like (laughs) that would be a smart, like a little roped off section and just people arguing. (laughs) Like that might. I think, they should have that, just like a designated room even for that. Naked men and women yelling at each other. Yeah. I'd pay to see that. Yeah, put that on pay-per-view. We're at about an hour now. Uh, if we got anything else to say about the movie, we can do that. Or we can try to do some uh, some connection type stuff if we got any. I didn't have that many this time, so. Yeah, same. I didn't really have too much. Yeah, I had to. I mean, aside from Dennis and... That show you i was struggling to find well they definitely might would like bump into each other at some sort of uh they're probably i mean uh christian gray seems pretty secretive about his his lifestyle but the other guys seem pretty open uh or they might like bump into each other in a chat room or something now like exchanging uh tips <laughs> they were to do it <laughs> yeah i was thinking the uh the driver uh taylor He's played like a soldier uh, and a military guy in a bunch of things. And he seemed very like militant and like former, you know, very good posture. He was in Captain Phillips in 13 hours. So I think he definitely served in a few of those, a few of those flicks and then got a job as like a bodyguard slash driver for Mr. Gray. Covering up weird sex deeds. Mm -hmm. Mr. Sex Deeds. (laughs) The the friend in this, Kate, she was on Chicago Fire for a couple episodes. You ever meet her? Um, which which season? 
Because I don't know if I've ever met her before. 2017 to 2019, it says. Eight apps. Armand works on Chicago Fire, if you didn't. Oh. 2017 to 2019, so I'm trying to think of which one was she? Because I can't, I, I can't even find her in this. Hope, Hope Jaquist. Hope Jaquist. I don't know. I can't read. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I've met her. You're talking about the, the friend, right? Yeah, the one um, sleeping with the brother. With I want to see uh, I want to see a movie with just the brother, the the brothers Gray. Yeah. yeah, that's like the Chet Hanks of uh, the family. Mm-hmm. It, well, it bummed me out when oh, they what? said that he. Wait, oh, wait, I need to say one thing. What, what was with Christian Gray's later's baby line? Because oh, oh, his, cause his brother fuck said it. was with that. His brother it, said that, and they were like, yeah. it was like a mocking thing, and then. It's not- it sounded like something Arnold Schwarzenegger would say, like misquoting uh, like an English term. <laughs> like or someone who's like English as a second language would say. I thought he was like smooth. I thought he was like like that was like their thing, and it it wasn't like an inside joke or anything. He was just saying it. He said it to no. her like three times. Yeah, because well, the brother said it to Kate or whoever. Okay. They were no. laughing at the at the at the doofus brother. At Chet, yeah. Now I get it. Chet Hanks. <laughs> Think, had his brother Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. It was ridiculous, I think, too, was that, of course, her roommate is, like, dating the brother who, like, that's exactly what Anastasia, like, wants in a way. And I mean, she wants, like, a typical relationship and, like, do normal things. And that's what Christian Grey, like, kept saying to her, too. It was like, you just want to talk like normal and, like, talk with normal people or do this. And it was just, I don't know. I think it's kind of crazy that she was, like, a virgin and had done really nothing and then this is her first exposure yeah to like a relationship and this is like her precedent going forward is and how many times has christian gray like had that conversation he about the contract 50, and at uh, least 15 times so he's yeah. like 15 Gosh. women has, have slept in those rooms and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to have that many meetings when she when he picked her up drunk tackled jose and she was like, did we? And he's like, no. And then late, like a, a few minutes later, he's like, you wouldn't have been able to stand if we had, if I had had you. What a weird way to assure a woman that she hadn't been right. raped in her sleep. Yeah. <laughs> or just like raped so hard that she can stand. She, he's day. like, oh, you can, you're fine. You'd feel it. Trust me. That was so, yeah, if you were mine. And I was like, what the fuck? And Gosh. Fuck? She, like, gets, like, butterflies over it. And also, all <laughs> yeah. of it, you know, like, he slept in the same bed as me. If he brought me home drunk, then, like, I don't know. I would just, he's, like, so wealthy. He could have got another hotel room. Right. He even slept on the couch. But like, he's like, no, I slept in that bed with you. And didn't. Well, and then his whole thing is he doesn't, if he, he doesn't, and he doesn't sleep in bed with her once they're dating. But he, like, did – and not saying that anything, like, happened, but, like, so when she can't even remember them, like, sleeping next to each other is when he does it. But later yeah. when they are a thing and she's, like, at like begging him, just, like, just lay here. You won't lay do down. it. That's yeah. kind of, like, how I am in relationships, too. Just they, wait until they're passed out drunk to be <laughs> affectionate. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you whisper all your secrets once they're sleeping. <laughs> no, I only sleep if I – if I only sleep next to them if I pass out. Yeah, I get that. I sl- I've got a twin bed right now, and it is brutal. I, I rarely, I rarely uh, bring anyone back here, but on the occasion that it has happened, it's a nightmare. I'm just sleeping in the crevice between the bed and the <laughs> and the wall. 
She's right. over in a twin bed? That's insane. I mean, it wasn't, I didn't want them to, uh, but, you know. Of course you. Times are tough. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, there's a pandemic going on. You got to take what you can get. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is this is Cuomo's fault, not mine. <laughs> oh, it did bum me out when they said that uh, Christian Gray was 27. Yeah, I'm like, man, it just makes me think. Part of me thought, like, man, if I just got off Instagram, I could be that guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wasting. You idolize so him. He bummed me out. <laughs> that man bummed me out. Like, if I had better posture and a nice suit, I'd be a billionaire. <laughs> right. I had no emotional attachment to anyone. That's all you need. Get ahead in this world. Mm-hmm. Get some. Get some head in this world. <laughs> Karina, I I believe I brought it up on the pod, but you you were the first person that brought it to my attention. I think you shared it on Instagram. The uh, it was just a tweet that said like, "Are you an introvert, an extrovert?" And it's like, "I'm a pervert, baby." <laughs> and I I think about that like every like a couple times a week for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. funny so good so uh, that's uh, giving that credit to you for finding that very oh, good thank you. what do you think should we uh wrap this puppy up do it yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys have any other questions about i mean i'll probably think of something like in the middle of the night tonight and text you but <laughs> i'll like I'll sit up and be like oh no oh yeah. no way uh text me your number i'll, I'll also text you something in the middle of the night <laughs> <laughs> On a bunch of dick pics, guys. Thank you. You, you did yeah. open, really open my eyes, though, to like yeah. this movie very much confused me, but or shed a bad light on what I thought, uh, what, like S and M was, and you gave me a much better sense of what it actually is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah what Lee said. Double in it. Sorry. Go ahead. Way safer. Way safer in my mind. Now I feel a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sure that that goes on though, which is kind of which is scary. I mean, that definitely goes on where people have like their makeshift little red rooms, especially I feel like after the books, after the movies. Who knows? Like, yeah, probably injured in this process because yeah, I mean, the people that are doing like hooking you up on these apparatuses, like suspending you, like tying you up, they know what they're doing. It's not like amateur hour, at least at like these events and in the lifestyle and you learn things and it's just like, I feel like it's very educational in a lot of ways, but I don't know. It's, it's freaky that that's like the, that I'm sure that's what a lot of people have this perception of and it's not great. It's not great. Yeah. Yeah. They just framed it way less safe than I thought it should be. And you framed it much better. Yeah. Yeah, I always we're here for. Like I've said to people before, because I definitely I'm like a classic oversharer, which is how Eric even knows about any of this. Um, And I was like, I like had just started kind of like seeing someone hooking up with them, and I overshared because they saw I have like a card from one of the parties and I have like some like Polaroid pictures because though at the parties we have to like you can't have your phone on you at all at least the one some of the ones I go to you have to like check it at the door but um anyway I have like some Polaroid pictures and he saw them and I kept like kind of asking questions I was a little bit too open 
and I tried to explain it to him in the way I was like, listen, like your imagination is a lot worse than reality. In a lot yeah. of ways. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of crazy shit that goes on, but it's not like as like scary and like deviant or anything as it's portrayed or what people like want to believe. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that makes sense. it's fun when we can uh, like learn some new things and uh, have a good time and talk about movies. It's like my three favorite yeah. things. So, yeah. uh-huh. and, and, and get a little horny and yeah. get a little tuned <laughs> up. Getting a little horny. Never hurt nobody. <laughs> oh, well, cool. Thank you so much, uh, Karina yeah. for Thank hopping you. on. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, check out 50 shades of gray. I give it a, uh, you know, five out of five butt plugs uh as just an, yeah. um the story and plot there's a lot of a lot of issues but uh definitely check it out and then uh let us know her what at, you think her asking what a butt plug is that's like the biggest comedic moment of the movie yeah yeah i was hoping he'd explain it so i'd know <laughs> so i learned a little bit <laughs> hey, man, uh, but, just very educational thanks you know? karina yeah thanks karina yeah, thanks that. so much all right Bye. thanks for listening and we'll we'll see you next week peace, peace.